Yo, 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 what's going on, peoples? We're back for another classic episode of What Do We Know podcast. I'm here with the fellas, Chad and Hakeem. Um, happy to have y'all back with us, man. Um, we're not going to waste our time this, 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 this go around. We're just going to jump right into it. Uh, this weekend, we had a great, we had an excellent, a great and excellent amount of exciting football. Uh, NFC, it was championship weekend, Green Bay Packers versus the Bucks, and uh, the Bills versus the Chiefs. Um, I'm just going to say my piece. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, as I've been saying for the last five or six years, this man is the most overrated quarterback of all time. On the moment of truth, when you need something from him, he's not going to deliver. Uh, you know, that, that play where, you know, he could have ran the ball in. Uh, either it was for a touchdown or in worst case scenarios, it, worst case scenario, it would have been fourth and one. They should have never placed, you know, the the game in Matt Lafleur's hands to call a uh, to call a field goal. Uh, that that was just that was just dumb on his part. You could have went for it, but I mean, to go for from that spot, you're, you're kind of asking to lose the game anyway. Especially uh, after three, especially after three uh, incompletions. Yeah, three incompletions. I mean, even though the cornerback King, oh my gosh, he got murdered all game. All yeah, game, they was, bro. They were they, they they were holding and it was yeah, PIs left and right, but they were letting them play. But yeah, they were letting them play. Yeah, I mean Green. I mean Green Bay got the ball back to Aaron Rodgers three times and he couldn't do anything with it. You're so, right. And if I'm Absolutely not mistaken, right. two of them. Yeah, and I think in two and I think two of those interceptions were in the fourth quarter. So, uh, yeah, man, at, Tom Brady is the goat simply because he got Tampa Bay there. This man has been to ten. This man is about to go to his tenth Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> Tampa Bay was one team was at the bottom of the NFC South. Now they're in the division. Now, now they're in the Super Bowl thanks to Tom Brady. That man is the goat. Uh, we need to go and give it what it is. Uh, as far as the Chiefs and the Bills, man, the Bills are still a, a growing team. They're still learning. A lot of inexperience. But the Chiefs are just on another level, bro. They are the best team in the in the AFC and have been the best team for the last three years. Pat Mahomes is the man. He is the best, he is the best quarterback right now uh, in football. Uh, Travis Kelsey, best tight end in football. Tyreek Hill. Top ten, top five receiver right now in football. No, he's, he's top five. He's top five, bro. Top five, exactly. That man is he. They, he is the man. So I mean, yeah, bro. Kansas City is 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 doing their thing now. I don't know if they can beat Tom Brady. I don't know, but I'll leave that for y'all. Um. Piggyback off the Bills, man. They're building something special up there. Um, I was very excited what I saw from Josh Allen, uh, especially for it to be his first playoffs to go deep that deep. Um, I think he, they're they're the huge winners in this whole um, weekend. I know they lost, but I think they're huge, huge winners. Um, Kansas City, like Tony said, bro, they on a whole another level, bro. Um, teams should model their organizations at, you know, behind Kansas City because those are number draft picks. They hit on their draft picks. Um, they sign people in the offseason like a 
like a Tyron Matthew, uh, just how how you want to build a friend. They're not flashy. They just go in. They're, they're fast. They play at a fast pace. Um, and then Tampa Bay and Green Bay, Tom Brady shows again why he can make a mistake. But if you don't capitalize on his mistakes, he, he he's going to beat you. And that's what makes me think that I think Kansas City wins because if Tom Brady makes a mistake, Kansas City is going to score. If like if they're playing Kansas City and Tom Brady threw three picks, Kansas City scoring two off those picks. So yeah. Um. So I I think they're bat- the Kansas City's battle tested. So I think they can hang with the Bucks. I think I don't know if the Bucks can can get in a get a, can get in a shootout with Kansas City, bro. Because Kansas mm-hmm. City can go down 17, and in five minutes, they can be up 24-17. They're like yeah. a trap team. So, But then, you know, I'm I'm, 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 I'm going to keep this short swing. I'm going to end it on Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm not as harsh on Aaron Rodgers as Tony is, but I think it's safe to say that Aaron Rodgers is probably the most gifted quarterback outside of Pat we've ever seen when you talk about throwing the ball, running, um, decision makers. Because, honestly, he doesn't even throw picks. So nope. I just – but the difference between him and Tom Brady, bro, you gotta cash in. And I'm not. And let's just let's not even talk about the three picks, bro. Let's talk about the end of the first half. He had three chances in the red zone, and he tried Devontae Adams all three times. Couldn't cash yep. in. And let's not forget. You remember when Tom Brady threw that touchdown at the end of the first half? Yeah. They were in that spot because who? Because guess what? Aaron Rodgers threw a pick. Yeah. So. So I, I'm not like Stephen A and all these other analysts and fans. They're going to blame everybody else but this man. So don't tell. And see, listen, I think they should have went receiver or at least a defensive player. But look, they went 13 and three with that quarterback they drafted in the first round. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is about to be the league MVP. They got to the NFC championship game and he folded. So don't tell me he don't got enough help because Devontae Adams was, wasn't even the leading receivers yesterday. It was that yep. uh, Stantley dude. He had 117 yep. receiving yards, all four catches. So yep. he, don't tell me that he only uh, he he only got Devontae Adams because that defense is good too. That corner yep. they got, Jazir Alexander, he's one. He's, he's a, a top corner in the league, bro. Top yep. corner in the league. So yep. I think I think Aaron Rodgers has help, but when it gets crunch time, he can't deliver. So yeah, I just bro. think we need like, to reevaluate who who we really call, you know, the best quarterbacks out here because. It takes a lot to be a quarterback, and what you do in clutch moments really matters, bro. Yeah, bro. I, it's two quarterbacks I don't ever want to hear. I don't ever want to hear somebody say Aaron Rodgers is better. That's Tom Brady and that's Drew Brees. No, no, sir. Not better than them two. He's not they, better than those two. You got you have a better argument with Peyton Manning, maybe, maybe. But you got to think, Tony. He may have a, he may have a better argument with Drew Brees because if you think about it. What has Drew Brees done in the past 10 years? Man, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just think that I think it's Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes as like the well, it's Pat Mahomes and everybody else, but it's when you talk about legendary status, it's really Tom Brady, bro. And the all his his other people you compare him to are retired. You're right. I can't I can't compare nobody now to him because Peyton Man is retired. Um Joe Mant- Joe Montana's retired. John Elway is retired. All the greats that you can that that's in that conversation with Tom Brady, they're all retired, bro. I can't right. I can't see nobody in the league now 
that can even touch his legendary status. Yeah, I don't see it either. I don't see it either. The, the, the only player that's closest to getting – the only and he's still got a ways to go. The only players, the only quarterback that's close to getting there, and he, like I said, he still has a ways. He still has a ways to go. Is Patrick Mahomes? That's it. Yeah, yeah. So let let's see let's see what he does, bro. Because he he already got and, a chip. And, bro. and I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I mean, of course, you know, I don't want the Bucks to win because they're my rivals. But I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Bro, you they went to three straight AFC games, bro. Three, three straight. And he three. and he's already two and one. And if they and didn't blow that off, if they didn't. If 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 they didn't have that offside call by D Ford, that's three straight Super Bowls they won, dog. Yeah, bro, two or two straight because he's going to his third one. Okay, well, they yeah. they they beat they beat the Rams in the, in the Super Bowl. They they absolutely, blew them out. absolutely, absolutely. They would have blew them out. So. Chad, yeah. What's your take on it, bro? Uh, I don't know. I feel like the expectation for the Bucks is gonna be their linebacker. Cause they linebackers are dogs. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, they savages down there. Yeah. Uh I don't know. It's honestly go come the quarterback play and run again. But I do feel like Tom Brady, he go control the game the best way he can. My thing is, bro, he just can't make mistakes, bro. Because yeah. I'm telling you, the one person you don't make mistakes on, and I'm not even a big Pat Mahomes fan, I think he gets a lot of credit more than what he deserves because he does have a number one receiver, and he does have a top five receiver in, in, in Hill and the best tight end. So I think he does get a lot. I, but I do think he deserves everything he gets. But I think it's – I think people – they don't give enough credit to the other guys, in my opinion. I think they just think Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes. I'm like, bro, he ain't doing it by himself because if you put – Aaron Rodgers, not even Aaron Rodgers. Let's say you put Deshaun Watson in the Kansas City jersey. I, I have no doubt that Deshaun Watson would do something close or if not better than what Pat Mahomes is doing. So, I mean, it's just – but I do I do give him his flowers, bro, because you still got to go out there and do it. So, yeah. But I just think, man, for the Bucks, bro, I think it would be cool to see Tom Brady get his seventh championship, but – you can't make mistakes, man, because if you make mistakes, number 15 on the other side gonna make you pay. Like I said, bro, if, if, if he were playing, if he was playing Kansas City and he throws three picks, Kansas City's scoring off all three or two of them. At the very least, one. And that's the ball game. Yeah. They lost by a touchdown, I, bro. Hey. I, I, I'm sorry. So put it like this. Do y'all think it's possible that Kansas City can get cute since they playing Tom Brady? No, no, uh-uh. I don't believe no, that. Bro. I don't, I don't no. think, I don't, I don't think, um, Eric Bienemy, because I know Eric, Eric Bienemy, and this is going, this is a good segue, but the offensive coordinator, Eric Bienemy, um, I'm drawing a blank. What's the head coach, man? I'm drawing a blank. Andy Reid, Andy Reid, they've been there before, they don't want to be no one hit wonders, bro. They don't. Uh, Eric Benemy gonna be he gonna be coaching for a head coaching job, which can ch- c- you can try to do too much, but I think they're on a mission, bro. I think they're but on I a mission. He's cute. I mean, by how Tom Brady moved to another conference and made it to two goals first year. Uh uh-uh. uh. If I, I was I, on the opposite team, I'd be like, oh, we about to put this, we about to put this dude down, like for good. You can't because because if you get cute again. Okay, can't. the reason why I say you can't beat – I don't know if can't 
I'm I don't know if I want to bet against Tom Brady. It's just like Hakeem said, Tom Brady will capitalize on your mistakes. So if they get cute and they get out the box, Tom Brady is going to capitalize on that. And I don't I know. Feel like, I feel like he can do that even if they don't get cute. Yeah, I feel you, Chad. I, I, I understand it. But my Tony, my thing is I'm talking about Tom Brady's side, like Tom Brady can't mess up. Because mm-hmm. we've seen we've seen in the in these playoffs, Tom Brady throw picks. You yeah. can't do you can't do that against Kansas City, bro. And another thing, another thing, bro. If they even if they go up 10, 14, or 17 points on Kansas City, that game ain't over. Because bro, they're like the 2018 Golden State Warriors. At right. the second half, them boys will go on a run. And you will look yeah. up in five minutes, they up by a touchdown. Because, yeah. they're, they're, because of Tyreek Hill, probably- Travis Kelsey. I just I just think you cannot make mistakes. You cannot make mistakes, bro. Like I thought it was pivotal with the Bills when they missed the extra point when they went up for them to go up 10-0, but they yeah. went up 9-0. I thought that was pivotal, bro. I said because the you give them a crap, it's a wrap, bro. And you saw what happened. Within five minutes, yeah. they was up 17-9. Yeah, they're, they're one of the best teams that make an adjustment. So I, I, don't, I, I don't think, think they can get cute. Yeah, so so no, I don't think it is cute because if you leave Tom Brady hanging in the game, he's going to figure out where your weakness is. That's why I don't know if I could bet against that man. I don't know if I could bet against him. I, I see the team that Kansas City had, but I don't know if I if I want to bet against Tom Brady, dude. But I'm I not betting. Know. I see me, bro. Me me personally, I'm not betting against Pat Mahomes. I feel you. I feel you. No, no, but I will say this. Tom Brady don't care if the game is scored 10-3. Yeah, I know. Tom, see, but see, the thing with Tom is like he been there, bro. Like he been there with Belichick. He been there, and see, here's another thing that people are forgetting: Tom Brady can galvanize his troops and get people ready. But at the end of the day, these Bucks never been there before. They never been there before. I don't want him to throw a, a nice, pretty pass to Mike Evans or Goodwin, and they drop it. Yeah, or that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like because you never know if the moment might get too big for them. And 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 that's my, and that's my thing like I don't I'm not betting against Tom Brady. I'm not. But I've seen them make mistakes more than I've seen Kansas City make mistakes. If that makes sense. Like I seen I seen I seen the Bucks in in the NFC Championship game bro, you throw three interceptions, man. You can't do that. If that if that's a, if that if they have a clutch quarterback on the other side, if that's Deshaun Watson, bro, or a um, or like a proven vet, they win that game. But it's because it's yeah. Aaron Rodgers, bro, and he don't know how to win under pressure. But if you put a, if you put a proven quarterback who can deliver the goods in, cr- in crunch time moments, the Bucks don't go to the Super Bowl. Nope. And I think I just I I think that you know I don't see Tom Brady making that mistake again. I don't see him making a mistake either. Me but neither. I'm saying though, like a mistake check can be. Okay, it's third and five. I got Mike Evans on an out route. I throw him a perfect pass. In fourth, it's the fourth quarter, four minutes left, and it's third and five. We need this drive to even tie the ball game. And what if, you know, what's his name drops the ball? That's a mistake. I'm not saying he's gonna throw picks. I'm just saying like the Buccaneers as a team cannot make mistakes because that track team on the other side will make you pay, bro. Yeah, and yeah. vice versa. And gotta, vice versa. I don't. You, you Kansas City can do the same thing. 
I'm not saying they perfect, but they can make mistakes, try to get cute like Chad say, and Tom Brady capitalize on it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, on Kansas City side, there's a coach who could possibly be coaching for a job. No, nah, bro. Um, there's like four coaches that can be coaching for a job. Don't forget about Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator for the Bucks, man. Was he considered in the head? Is this head in, in this head coaching cycle? He should have been. He didn't get an interview, man. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Same thing with Todd um, Bowles. Todd Bowles should get another shot. How you yeah. got this defense playing? Yeah. Um it's crazy, man. But you know, I think out of all of them, I think the offensive coordinator, Eric B enemy, deserves a job more than them. I think uh, you know, listening to that man talk. You know, and and the way he calls the offense, you know, I, I really believe he deserves a head coaching job. Me personally, he was top. He was top on my. He was number one on my list that I wanted us to uh, hire. Uh, according to reports, according to Steve Weiss, they said he had a phenomenal interview with us. They said he did his research. Uh, there was a report trying to come out saying that he didn't do well, and it was a lot. And you know, our, our brass became very furious because of that. Because of that. Uh, because of that uh, false report, but according to Steve Wise, we he had a phenomenal interview. Uh, I'm, calling he was that, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, he was who I wanted. Um, so you know these, you know, once again, man, these minority coaches, bro, they're getting passed up. Now, shouts out to the Falcons and the uh, who's it, the Lions? That's yeah. uh, high, the Lions that hired. Uh, you know, two black GMs. Which I got a problem with. Why? I'm gonna tell you, go, go ahead and finish talking, bro. Cause I, I got I got I got uh, some sauce you know, on this I one. Mean, shout out to them. You know, I was happy to see we got somebody black in the front office. Um, but it's all about this head coaching position, man. Um one of the things that made that that upset me was Josh McCown was about to get a shot at a head coaching job for the Eagles. Josh McCown, dude. Oh, Kellen Moore too. Cowboys Kellen Moore. coordinator. Yep, he got an interview. Offensive coordinator. But at least, at least he has coaching. Kellen, at least he has coaching experience. Josh McCown was a backup last year. Why is he getting considered for a head coaching job? Why? So that kind of made me mad. I'm just like, what? What? Like the Texans were so wrong for that. You really considered that man for a head coaching job. This man has no coaching experience. So now that um, the Bills are out, they uh, have a, they have a second interview set up with with uh, Leslie Frazier, who's a black head coach, who's a who's a black defensive coordinator. Who got it? Um, who got a, Who got a, Who got a second interview? The the Texans and Leslie Frazier. Oh, yeah, but that don't mean shit because they only doing that because Deshaun Watson. Keep going, bro. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, so, I mean, no, I, I mean, that's a perfect segue. I'm going to leave the floor for y'all. Tell me what y'all think and how y'all feel. What you think, Chad? About. Huh? About, the, about the, the, the head coaching decisions that's going on in the NFL right now. Do you agree with them? Disagree? Do you think that more black coaches should be head coaches? Uh, how do you feel about the two black GMs being hired? I mean, just because you consider a black head coach don't mean you're doing anybody justice. Uh, right. Because, for instance, they got the Rooney rule and they got this 
compensation, draft compensation thing that's going on. Uh, now, I will say for a black head coach, don't take a job just because it's an open vacancy. Like, I, I strongly suggest nobody take the job with the Texans. Well, number one. Number two, you can't really worry about well, I will say Detroit is hiring pretty much all black staff. They bringing on Deuce Daly. Uh they got a black defensive back coach and a black special team coach now. Uh I mean, I guess it's just, I, if I was a black coach, I would look at the organization and how it ran from top to bottom. I wouldn't necessarily worry about the players because, you know, that's going to be my my forte if I was a black head coach. But, I mean, a, a lot of this considerations and job vacancies, I feel like it's BS because you got white coaches who's not even proven, who getting hired before the season even in. Matter of fact, before the playoffs even start. Mm-hmm. And with 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 black coaches, it's always long-term considering. You gotta wait. They gotta have a second interview. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I don't necessarily think the second interview is a problem. I mean, that usually happens you know, even with you know, even with a regular job, they usually call for a second interview. It's so all oh, no, no, Tony, Tony. When they have a white coach who's about to get hired, it's they always bullshit. have breaking news. Such and such is about is is, is interviewing for this position, and they are in uh talks to close the deal very soon. You you see that every time. You don't see too often a uh, white coach have a second interview with one organization. They either interviewing for multiple organizations mm-hmm. off one interview all right look i think it's all i think it's all bs if you ask me um the falcons hiring their black gym i think it's bullshit i think the 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 detroit lions hiring a uh, black gym i think it's bullshit and here's why y'all notice that they hired the head coach first now y'all tell me this y'all tell me this when you look at a football team Who's the first person after a game or before a game that gets to the podium and talks? The head coach, right? So he's really, him and the quarterback are your two faces of your organization. Am I correct? Right. They do not want, and I'm, I'm, I'm sick. I've been seeing, I've been paying the close attention. They do not want a black head coach to be the face of the organization. And not only that, they hired their head coach first. Exactly. No. I'm that, that's that's what I'm getting to, Chad. And this is my this is my thing. I think what the Detroit Lions did is bullshit, and I think what the Falcons did is bullshit. It's all bullshit to me. And don't, don't get me started with the Texans, because you cannot tell me if a head coach, if 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 um if they hired the GM first, he has a major say in who the head coach comes in. So. Why, why would you hire the head coach first, then bring in the GM? No, you bring in the GM first. This is team building one-on-one. You bring in the GM first. You bring, you bring in your, 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 t- your up staff, the people in the front office first, and then it trickles down from there. The Detroit Lions are not slick what they did. Neither are the Falcons, because I'm sorry. 
Arthur Smith, I'm pretty sure he was a good coordinator. Dan Cable, I'm pretty sure he was a good. But you cannot tell me Eric Bieniemy is not more than qualified to get that head coaching job. Look at no, Eric Bieniemy's. Look at Eric Bieniemy's track record. He was the running back for, coach for arguably the one of the greatest running backs in the league, Adrian Peterson. He is the he is the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he is doing a phenomenal work. He is he is an he is the instrumental part of Pat Mahomes being who Pat Mahomes is. People are gonna give the credit to Andy Reid, but it's really Eric Bieniemy. And then he's a he's a, he plays a very instrumental part of having all these superstars on the team and not letting one think that they're more successful than the other. Leslie Frazier, look what Leslie Frazier's been doing, bro. The bill, the, listen, bro. The Bills are not even supposed to be there. Like it's it's just, it's sad, bro. Like they're hiring these head coaches first, then they bring it in the black GMs. Don't get don't well, don't tell. Don't tell me about bringing in the head coach first, then bringing in the black gems and think you're going to throw us a bone. No, because you know what's going to happen when you bring in that black gem first. You bring in that black gem first, he's going to pick an Eric Bieniemy first because that's who the first person I'll pick. You can't tell me oh, okay. Eric Bieniemy's not more qualified than, 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 than Nick Serrani, whatever his name is, Dan Cable, or Arthur Smith. I, I agree. I agree. I even Byron Leftwich, ain't, ain't nobody going to even look at Byron Leftwich's way. But let me tell you, if that man was white here, he'd be the he'd be a front runner on these teams. It's okay, because they don't want the black head coach to be the face of their organization because that's who really is the face is head coach and quarterback. They don't want a black face to be the face of their their organization. So this either these hiring techniques about hiring the head coach first, then the GM. Man, you can miss me with that, bro. You can well, miss me with that. Well, in my team's defense, when we uh, – Terry Fontenot, we, we couldn't hire him because, he, you know, the Saints were still in the playoffs. We, we, we had to – obviously, Arthur Smith was our guy, obviously. So we had to hire him because I think Detroit really wanted him. Detroit was primed for him. No, Detroit, to was going, Detroit was going with Campbell the whole time. There was reports, Tony, before the season before the season was over, that Campbell was going to get that job when they fired what's his name, Arthur. Uh, Arthur Smith, if I'm not mistaken, had two interviews with with Detroit. So, so what has Arthur Smith done more than Eric Bieniemy? Nothing, nothing. I, I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I, I agree. Eric Bieniemy deserves is, is is way more qualified than you know uh, Dan Campbell. And, and Arthur Smith, I agree. However, I'm, I'm gonna come to the defense of my owner here because my owner does not give off the, that 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 kind of vibe as you know he doesn't want um, a, a black quarterback. I mean, he doesn't want a, a black person to be the face of his franchise. I, I'm gonna come to the defense because that's not who Arthur Blank is. Um, like I said, I think we had to jump on Arthur Smith because there were other teams primed for him. And I think Detroit was one of them. And Terry Fontenot was still in the uh, was still in the playoffs with the Saints. So I think because the report came out that, if I'm not mistaken, first that we wanted Terry Fontenot, and then the report came out that we wanted Arthur Smith. So I, we, we, we knew who our guys was. We just pulled the trigger so we can go ahead and secure it. But it was because the Saints were still in the playoffs we had to bring in Arthur Smith first before we brought in Terry Fontenot. 
mean, look, I mean, I'm a disagree, but hey, you know your team more than I do. Uh, you know your well, owner well, more I'm than not, I do. I'm not disagreeing with anything that you're saying. Eric B. Enemy deserves a head coaching job more than anybody out there, right? You now. don't mean you mean to tell me that he went, he, he wouldn't yeah. resurrect. He wouldn't resurrect. I wouldn't even say resurrect because they're not even dead. But like, you mean to tell me he wouldn't be a successful coach for a Julio, Matt Ryan, and them in them boys? Absolutely. He was number not one on my this. list. Not so what the hell this. are they doing? Not only this. He was number one on my list. Who? Eric Bieniemy. See, that's bullshit, Tony. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that he's number one on your list and he don't get the job. No, 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 no. I'm not saying he wasn't number one on our – he was number one on my list. That's who I wanted us to hire. Oh, I thought Obviously you said he was number, number one, one on our list. No, no, no. I said he was number one on my saying, list. Bro. All right, go ahead, Chad. Nah. I know we got to transition a little bit. To what you were saying about defensive, yo, yo, team. What's the difference in an organization hiring a head coach as a head coach and the GM? I think what he's saying, Chad, is they wanted to jump on Arthur Smith because they felt like other teams were going to take him. Right. That's what I'm saying. But see, but but my thing is, okay, that's cool. That's fine. Because you do that with you do that with like free agency. I understand that. I understand that. But my thing is this. None of these guys who got hired, probably outside, I'm going to slightly say Robert Salah, because what he's been doing in, 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 in 49ers with that defense is, is pretty, pretty remarkable. Even though they had all those injuries, they still play pretty good. But you cannot tell me that none of these guys who got head coaching jobs, bro, deserve it more than Eric Bieniemy. For the Eagles I to agree. take Kellen Moore as, on an interview and not even consider an Eric Bieniemy, man. And then when Eric Bieniemy started getting traction, you notice that's when the report about his allegations came in. And then yeah. there's another thing I want to point out because I pay attention to this shit. It's another thing I want y'all to understand. Pay attention to when they say, I told Chad this, pay attention to when they say a coach parts ways versus a coach gets fired. Y'all notice when it's a white head coach, they part ways with the organization. When it's a black head coach, they got fired. Look at uh, look at the Anthony Lindu from the Chargers. He was, he was fired after going 12 and 4. And then going, what did he go seven and nine this year? But he won his last five games or some, something like that. But he got fired after two years. Two yeah, I years. I can't believe they fired him. That they, was they, and then the report said he was fired. But old Dougie P, Doug Peterson with the Eagles, they part ways. So just pay attention to that, bro. Pay attention to that. When, when a black head coach, they get fired. But when it's a white head coach, they part ways. It's a they mutual the, part, parting they did the ways. Same with uh, Caldwell in Indianapolis. Yeah, they did the they same thing with him. Fired him. The next year they went what? Owen what? Two and what? Nah, Chad. They went. He went fourteen and two. No, it was with Detroit. He went. They went. No. No, that was in Indianapolis because they brought in. That was in the Indianapolis. They went fourteen and two. And they went fourteen and two. And then they lost happened. Peyton Manning for the year, and then they fired him after that. Yeah, and they went with Chuck Pagano. Chuck oh, Pagano. Yeah. They did. They did that to him in Detroit too. Because remember, they went. He went. He has a better winning record than uh, Matt Patricia. Yeah, and it's like it just that that's just the that's the landscape of the business, bro. And then and that's, what's, like that's go, what's wrong. And they like to go off they track history, like oh he coached on the hill. I'm like you can't go off that all the time. Yeah, bro. I mean that's how, but that's how it is. But they're gonna they're gonna move the goal. This is in life, and this could be a segue to you know our next topic. 
when it comes to black faces or black people in America, they move the goalposts when we achieve something, when we when we get traction on something, they move the goalposts. You know what I'm saying? Like they tell us to go to school, they tell us to get a degree, they tell us to um, do this, do that. They tell us to be a, a a good husband or a wife. They tell us to be a good father or a mother. They tell us to do all this stuff. But when we start doing that and we start getting notoriety and recognizing, they move the goalposts on us. And that that it, it ain't nothing different in the, in the NFL. It ain't nothing different in the NFL versus what the everyday black man faces in America or the everyday black woman faces in America. Because a woman can be a a a a, a, a um, uh, um, a CEO of a company and you know they say oh she's she's too emotional or she's too loud or just that 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 um that stereotype of a black woman um same thing with a with a black male he can be a CEO of a company oh he you know he he takes that suit off and he gets in his Ford F-150 he's just another black man from the hood like and that's how they look at it so it ain't nothing different than what these NFL coaches go through in the NFL versus black people on the street, man. I agree. Um, you know, Eric Bieniemy definitely deserved a head coaching job. Um, I think the Texans would end up. Hopefully, the Texans end up hiring him or Leslie Frazier. And that's but um, see, they, I, they shouldn't even take that job, bro, because the only reason why they hired, giving giving them an interview, because Tony, think about, it, they didn't get an interview at first. Deshaun Watson right. is the one that said, "Why didn't y'all consider them?" And now they want to interview him. And Deshaun Watson said, I don't even care if y'all hire him now. I'm out of here. Yeah. And see, that's what white folks would do. When we when we put our foot down and say something, then they would be like, oh, wow. Like, nah, bro, because that wasn't your intentions in the first place. Right, right. Yeah. Um, 